The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, Personal Finance Editor of the Irish Independent. We've asked you to come in for a longer stretch today to answer some li- li- questions from listeners about the budget. But before we get to that, tell us about this new mega fine for Bank of Ireland in relation to the tracker mortgage scandal, which you have covered in such detail over the last decade or so. Yeah, Matt, this is the last big fine. Uh, Bank of Ireland are going to be fined. It's going to be announced tomorrow morning, uh, probably announced by Bank of Ireland on the Stock Exchange at seven in the morning. And the central bank will make an announcement about nine o'clock. It's expected that it'll be bigger than the uh, AIB Group one, which was in June. And I think it was about 97 million. That was AIB and, and EBS. Bank of Ireland have set aside 120 million euros to cover that whole tracker scandal, including the fine. So we can expect a fine, I think, just over 100 million euros. So this will be the highest, biggest fine and the last, the last one. Uh, it, you know, it probably brings to about 250 million euros to fines that have been levied in the banks over the tracker and, scandal. And yeah, let's just remind people briefly what the tracker scandal was, what the banks did to unsuspecting customers. Yeah, Matt, they kind of almost encouraged people to come off tracker rates because they were very good value. The banks were losing money on them. So they either put them on the wrong rate, didn't tell them that, that if they went on to a fixed rate for a while that they couldn't go back to the tracker, you know, which they should have told them, there should have been up front about that. Um, or, or just denied them you know, a tracker when it was in the contract and it said in the contract that they'd signed they should have had a tracker. They put them on variable rates because suddenly these trackers were... were, were um, uncompetitive for banks and about 40,000 people uh, have now had trackers restored uh, there's been a number of people who lost properties, homes as well as buy-to-lets and uh, massive fines have been paid out it's well over a billion and a half euros it's cost the banks, it's an enormous scandal uh, banks have all been fined, no individual has been found guilty for this which is a shocking state of affairs but you know, we just don't have the rules in place and the guards have tried to look at it, but um, they have been able to pin it on any one individual. It seems to have been just a culture within the banks and a kind of corporately they're responsible for this, but no individuals are responsible. OK, let's get to the questions that came in from listeners in relation to the budget. Here's a really interesting one to start with, Charlie, because this one says, I'm a parent paying a thousand euro per month in student accommodation for my daughter. Will I be entitled to claim the credit, the credit here being the new rental credit of €500 Euro per annum that was introduced in the budget yesterday? It's a great question because mm. who does it actually apply to? Does the student have to be paying the rent? But if their parents are paying the rent, can they claim it against their tax? It is a great question. You're absolutely right, Matt. They've announced this new um, rental credit after saying for years that they weren't going to do it. Uh, Pascal Dunn, who announced this, that uh, 500 which can apply this year, uh, a tax credit and 500 euros next year. It's not a lot, but it's going to help a bit. Uh, but if you're a parent and you're paying the rent on behalf of the student, you'd think you'd be able to claim that back, but you can't. Um, I asked the department today to clarify this, even though there's been very mixed signals uh, on this from Pascal Donoghue on the radio this morning and from Dara O'Brien, the housing minister, yesterday in his press conference. The department clarified today that it's the person who pays the rent has to occupy the property that they're renting and they claim it back. Now, in this case, the student probably isn't earning anything. They're not paying the rent. The parent's paying the rent. So it, it unfortunately it doesn't if, apply. Even if the parents gave the money to the student to pay the rent, the student probably doesn't have an income against which the credit can be used unless they're working part-time. But even if they're working part-time, they're probably not earning enough to fall into the taxable income category. Probably not, Matt. You know, yeah. I mean, look, I'm sure workarounds will be found on this, but it, I think this 
may have to be reversed. You know, often there's little kinks that come out the next day or two and they get rectified in what they call the finance bill, which is the formal kind of legislative footing for, for the, um, the budget. And I think there might be a backlash against this one because it's cruel, you know. Um, what, why... Why not? I mean, you well, know, there's another one here. It's just come in, Charlie, and I'm not asking you to have an answer to this one because this is sort of an unexpected question, but it's an interesting one. It says, I'm separated, so I pay rent and I pay a mortgage. Can I still claim the renter's credit even though I'm a homeowner? That's a really interesting one. I don't know that they've even thought that one through. I would think they will have to. I mean, I think th- a lot of this 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 rental uh, credit has been put together without being fully thought through. There was a long argument going out around about um, between the Department of Housing and the Department of Finance about how many qualify for this, and they arrived at a figure of four hundred thousand in the end. I think that's an, a kink that's going to have to be ironed out because I think that person should be entitled probably, to it. And there's probably a lot of people in that position. There are a lot of people. Uh, one partner moves out of the family home probably the man, has to go and get rental accommodation somewhere else, is still, as part of the separation agreement, liable for the costs of the mortgage. Yeah. And then they find the rent, but will they be able to... I don't answer. think they can be denied that, that tax credit in that case, Matt. I really don't. Another one here says, and can you ask if renters who are not registered with the RTB are eligible for this? No. And no, no and there, <laughs> this is not black and white. Of course, it never is. But look, for the main part, you have to register with the, with the Rental Tendencies Board. They want to legitimise the situation and the details would have to be given to the Revenue Commissioners because you're, you're, you know, of, the, of the landlord will have to be given to the, the Revenue Commissioners. And this is a good way to, to kind of snuff out all those unregistered, um, under-the-table cash payment landlords out there, which they reckon there's probably 15,000 15, of them. But... Um, it, supposing you're doing the, the, the rent a room in your own house where you can uh, you can get up to fourteen thousand euros without paying any tax, there was some question about whether those people would have to register with the rent, residential tenancies board, and apparently they won't have to, but they will just have to tell revenue that they're renting out a room. Okay, let's move on to other things. I know there's a double child benefit payment coming in November, but has there been a general increase? Also, I can't find any specific information online. No, there hasn't been any general increase, Matt, but you're right, there'll be an extra €140 double payment uh, paid in November for those which would you know get the child benefit, but uh, no general increase in the rates. There. That's interesting because you know we heard yesterday, oh, things are going up €12 Euro a week, so pensions did and unemployment benefit and things like that, but not the actual monthly child benefit. That remains fixed at as far as I know, Euro. Yeah, you know, about 1.3 million people are getting extra, um, uh, you know, increases in their, in their welfare payments, but not on that one as far as I know. Um, now, I may be wrong and somebody will contradict me if I am, but uh, they're certainly getting the double payment. And, you know, there are plenty of things there for children. There's um, moves to bring in this GP access uh, for, for, for children. There's, um, you know, a, a higher subsidy for uh, childcare, uh, uh, as well as um, the primary school children are getting, um, you know, there'll be money towards the books for primary school children. So there are quite a few things for children, to, to be fair, families with children. Although a lot of people are giving out and they understand, yeah, it's great in the primary school system that from next September, it doesn't apply to the current school year, but from next September, the books will be supplied free in school. Now, it's an issue for the booksellers, but that's another issue. But a lot of people are saying, well, look, the bigger cost is the secondary school level. It is. 
is. It is a much bigger, bigger cost. Yeah, of course, this is welcome at, at primary school level and it includes those awful workbook things which can't be passed around. But uh, yeah, it's even dearer at, at, at secondary school level, as we know, Matt. OK, well, a positive one. A listener wants to know, when will the additional €500 Euro for staff vouchers from employers to employees come into effect 2022 or 2023? Well, that one actually, you know, that, that, that's your, your, your employer can give you it's, it's tax-free €1,000 this year and it can be in two vouchers. So it, come, it comes in this year. And it applies year. from this year. It's backdated to this year. So that's great. You know, a lot of people um, whose employer mightn't be able to afford to give them a pay rise we may be able to give them that. Now, some employers feel they'll be under pressure to give that, but well, that's suppose, a great one. And it helps a lot of people at Christmas. They get vouchers at Christmas. Yeah, and I suppose it, the benefit, you know, otherwise, if it was a pay increase for anyone over 40,000 a year, €1,000 would have to be a exactly. €2,000 payment from the employer. And there would be other things that would attach to it, PRSI, pension exactly. contributions possibly, which would dis- dissuade perhaps an employer. But if they can think that, well, it might be 500 euro, it might be 750, it might be 1,000 as a one-off payment, which, tax doesn't, free. Nec- tax free, yeah. which no. doesn't necessarily have to be repeated next year and doesn't go into pension calculations, no. they so might nice be inclined to one. do it. It's a nice clean one. It's handy. It's, e- it's easy for everybody to do, Matt. Yeah. And there's lots of companies out there offering those vouchers. You'll see them all over the place, even being spent for shopping over Christmas. So, you know, know, that, that could be a really useful bonus for people at Christmas. Okay. There's another one here. The listener says, great to see the primary school books policy, but since the introduction of transition, you're most leaving cert students turn 18 before sitting their exams. Why can't the child benefit be extended until June when they sit the exams? Exam fees and grinds and expensive time for parents. It's an uh, increasing issue for many families. It is a massively expensive, you know, I mean, loads of kids will get maths grinds and grinds and lots of things. You're absolutely right, Matt. And uh, yeah, the cutoff is pretty cruel on that. And most Leaving Cert candidates now are at least 18. They are. A lot of them are. You're right, because they do the transition year. And, um, you know, and if, 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 the, if the parents are paying for health insurance, suddenly, you know, they're paying more when they turn 18. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's not an easy time. It should be extended to June. That's a fair point. OK, Charlie, there's lots of comments coming in. I'm going to run through them with you uh, during the break. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, is going through some of your questions that you've submitted in relation to yesterday's budget. My mother's house is tied up in the fair deal scheme, vacant now as my mother's in a nursing home full time. Will the new vacant property tax apply to her? Well, the property tax at the moment doesn't apply where somebody's in the in the in the fair deal scheme. So it's very unlikely that it's going to apply now under this new... I thing. don't think it will. There's all sorts yeah. of exemptions. There is. You can get an exemption from somebody. Yesterday. If somebody is in, a, in, a, in, a, in long-term residential care, they, you don't have to pay the property tax, so you won't have to pay this new tax. Yeah, and this new tax, which is three times the level of the local property tax, mm. there's a whole list of exemptions coming up. I think it's not designed as a revenue raiser. It's designed to bring houses and it apartments is. back into yeah, it use. Looks, but it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be easy to get around as well, Matt. You only have to you know, uh, occupy the house for more than 30 days. Like, you have a holiday for 31 days, you won't have to pay it, you know. Was any extra funding made available for extra school buses for the children left without seats? No, no nothing specific mentioned uh, in, in, in the budget on that. Uh, but um, Norma Foley, the Education Minister, at our press conference yesterday, did, did say that she's got some additional funding. Now, she didn't say what it was, Matt, but she did say she got some, but it wasn't mentioned in either of the budget speeches yesterday from Michael McGrath or Pascal O'Donoghue. There's about, there was up to a week ago about 6,000 uh, children who haven't been accommodated. 
um, you know, there was massive demand for this, 125,000, because they made it free. Suddenly, people who were driven to school wanted to get on a bus. So they're having to sort this out now. And they're giving some money as well to private bus operators to try and help as well. Uh, another listener says, found the link to check the RTB registration and I discovered my landlord is not registered. What can I do to get my rental credit? Well, you contact Revenue and let them deal with it, Matt. It's the problem for the landlord if they're not registered. They should be fines. registered. They should be registered. There's fines there. Uh, you know, they can be subject to a €4,000 fine or six months in jail. It's a big, it's a serious issue. Mind you, we've seen lots of TDs who don't seem to register and, and nobody's gone after them. But anyway, different matter. But um, it's a problem for the landlord if not registered. You go through Revenue to claim your, your tax credit once all of this is being finalised. Listener wants to know, how much does your rent have to be? Well, it's not an issue of what it, your rent has to be. It doesn't it? matter yet. This is why people in the country would gain more, Matt, because they're paying less. Uh, you know, and f- 500 euros this year and 500 euros next year for people paying high rents in Dublin isn't going to go very far. Because the no credit is worth effectively, if you're on a low rate, just 20%. It's like 100 euro to you. That's all really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, but, you know, so look at it. It, 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 it doesn't matter what you're paying. You're still going to get this credit. Okay. Know? Can you ask if the social welfare bonus payment is been paid to all recipients or is it Ill, or are illness and maternity benefits exempt as they usually are from the Exodus bonus? Yeah, unfortunately Matt, these are regarded illness benefit and maternity benefit are regarded as short term benefits. So they're not part of this double payment uh, that, that was announced. Uh, I clarified that with the Department of Social Protection this morning. Um, about 1.3 million are, people are getting double payments, but they're not unfortunately if you're on maternity benefit or illness benefit. It does apply if you're on a disability or a, one of the other long-term illness benefits, but not on those two. Okay, there's quite a few comments coming in from listeners, which I want to read out. Some of these came in yesterday, but we saved them because they were very pertinent. I'm a single mother. I worked in a nursing home throughout the pandemic. Since March this year, I've been on illness benefit due to a chronic illness. I get €240 Euro a week with €8 Euro extra for my child. I'm not entitled to the fuel allowance even though I'm unfit for work. My house is heated by a back boiler. I never received the proposed €1,000 as a thank you for service during the pandemic and now will struggle to heat my house over the winter. There's nothing in this budget for me. Another one which says married couple on 42k each were both working, have no children but are no better off. Uh, here's one that says, I'm married with four children because of childcare costs I left my job. I know it was our choice to have those children. My husband has a good job, but he's taxed at 50%. It seems great on paper, but it isn't. I'm not entitled to any social welfare because of my husband, so I'm officially a stay-at-home parent. I know there are jobs I can do from home, but my children are young, so I have no way of earning and there's no government assistance for me. I will return to work once my children are attending school, but even then, after-school childcare costs more than I might make. Stay-at-home parents are forgotten about. What comments would you offer to those? I don't think the situation is as bleak as they think it is, Matt. I mean, that woman who says she's married with four children, she's going to get 560 euros in November in double child benefit payments. Uh, You know, she'll also get an extra 100 euros home carer's credit, which she's entitled to because she's in the home. Um, There's an extra 100 euros for school books if those kids are in primary school. I don't know whether they are or not. Her husband uh, will get an extra, extra tax credit, 75 euros uh, in, in each for two extra tax credits. That's 150 euros that he can earn before he pays tax. And he'll benefit from the changes to the cutoff point from the 20% to the 40% tax rate, the band. Uh, so, you know, and they get, they, like everybody, they'll get the 600 euro um, uh, allowance for your electricity, you know, the electricity credit. So, you know, there is, just look at the detail, there is bits and pieces for people. But are the payments and bonuses proportional or is it that 
if you're on very low incomes, you get something. But the higher incomes you're on, you do better. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Absolutely, Matt. And I got Marion uh, Ryan of Taxpack to work this out. And she arrived at a figure of €36,000. If you're below €36,000, you have done rather badly out of this budget, I'm afraid. It's very much gone towards the middle, the squeezed middle, we like to call them. They're doing the best. Um, you know, the, the people on €36,000 and under, they got extra tax credits and some allowance on the USC and maybe they'll get the rental tax credit, but they didn't do as well as people maybe on middle income, you know, and they'll get the, 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 the energy credit. But, you know, the real bit winners here are people on more than €36,000, particularly, you know, the, the changes to the tax bans. They get about uh, somebody on the, the, the kind of average income of 48000 46 to 48 going to gain about €800 Euros for a single earner. So, but under 36,000, it's not terribly fair, that budget. Well, that, that, the fairness issue is something we're going to be debating after five o'clock when we have Michelle Murphy from Social Justice Ireland and Jennifer Karen McNeil from Fine Gael with us. But there is another listener who says, with all the payments been made to those uh, social welfare payments, that, for example, there are over 30,000 people who've been claiming uh, unemployment assistance for more than five years, yet they're to be massively rewarded in budget 2023. There are people in employment who feel that those who are not working are getting more breaks and more benefits. There's often complicated issues behind all of this as well, Matt, but that needs to be said. I mean, I work on Talbot Street. Uh, there are a lot of problems, but, you know, there's a lot of people hanging around who are not working on Talbot Street but in Dublin, but there's a lot of issues there as well. There you could know. be mental health there issues, mental health issues, issues. Well. Yeah, I know, I know that does drive, it drives people nuts that, that they see these people as freeloaders, but it isn't always as black and white as it seems, I would just say that. Okay, um, there's lots of comments coming in, and particularly in relation to that. Does a family on the fa- does a family on the family income supplement qualify for the double payment? The family income supplement, yes, they, they get they get a big boost of five hundred euros or something like that. You know, the working parents' family uh, uh, payment they call it. They're getting five hundred euros. Okay, but the energy crisis, the way it is, says another listener, has the government done anything in this budget to incentivize people to change to solar? Surely, the more people who can get solar panels would mean less burden on the state. Yeah, and there's a big expense involved in that. And you're absolutely right, Matt. But there's no specific increase in the grant there. There's a grant of about two thousand four hundred euros, but it does cost between seven and ten grand to put in, you know, eight, maybe ten panels. And, you know, of course we should be doing that. One of the good things that's happened there recently, Matt, is a lot of the um, energy providers, are, they're starting to pay a little bit more now and they're boasting to each other about how they're paying a bit more. When you feed your your excess uh, solar panel generated electricity back into the grid, they're going to pay you a bit more. OK. Uh, my girlfriend's a mature student, gone back to college to study veterinary nursing and will be her second degree. Will she be entitled to the €1,000 reduction in fees? She's not entitled to any grants. I think she should be. Yeah, I, 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 I would, should sure would have thought she should be. A lot of people want to know if they've already paid the 3000 registration fee, which again is usually paid by parents on behalf of their adult children. Will they get money back now that this uh, has been announced? Yeah, the Minister for Finance said that the, the colleges will process that. So you need to, you know, sit, either, either wait a, a while for that to come or else you need to get onto them. An awful lot of people, you're right, will have paid the €3,000 up front, but they're due €1,000 back. So bank that when you're getting it. It's a significant reimbursement, isn't it? It is. A big chunk of money, you know. Uh, and, and, it, and it's it, more than we expected because there was an expectation maybe of 500 euros. So to go to the thousand, it means it was a big good. chunk of change coming back to an awful lot it, of parents. But that said, if their children are in accommodation away from home, they need that money they need to the, the, money. the bills. 
And there's 500 euros on that next year as well on the same thing. Okay, Charlie, we're going to have to finish there, but next week, will you come back to us? Will you look into BIK on cars for us? Because with quite a few people getting in touch saying that they fear that from next January, they're going to have a much bigger bill on benefit and kind for a company supplied car. And I think you have maybe some knowledge about that. There's something there's from a, a couple of years there. back. Yeah. yeah. But will you look into it for I more detail yeah. for us? And we'll do that next week. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you for joining us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-